This is Horsepower Happenings. Tear up the body panel, fine. You know, you can bend those. You could have destroyed the whole race car, if not worse. I don't have any problem racing each other and trading paint and moving people. I mean, that's it's a short track bull ring. This right. is not Daytona. From the MCRP studios in the Motor City. But I do know also one thing. By the time I'm his age, I'll have more than 100 wins, and I promise you that. With Zach Heiser. Banger leads him down on the bottom side of the racetrack. Moyer trying to make something happen on the top shelf. Big run. He'll cross over now down the back straight away into turn number three. Moyer puts the binders on. Fager nearly on the bike. And Rich Frank. Any progress, Zach, that they made on the last stop, they ruined on this one. So now they're really trying to get this thing off the ground. From the Motor City Racing Promotion Studios. Hey, guys, this is Ford Hodge. This is three-time Dirt Car UMP National Champion, Rusty Schlink. This is Bobby Santos. This is Travis Stemler. This is Travis Brady. This is Andrew Shai. David Melky. Josh Fry. Ryan Rule. And this is Horsepower Happenings. Good evening, race fans, and welcome to Horsepower Happenings, a very different type of show lined up for tonight, one with a lot of questions, and, well, we will get some answers. First, let's get into things by taking a look at what's happening in a Motor City Minute. Donald McIntosh quickly jumped to the front of the ultimate Super Late Model Series season opener at North Georgia Speedway, nearly leading the 40-lap feature in its entirety for his first win in the series since 2016. In the opening laps of the race, McIntosh battled fiercely with pole sitter uh, Corey Hedgecock. McIntosh ultimately came away with the top spot and would hold off several challenges on restarts to take home the win. Team Penske spotter Josh Williams topped the board at the end of the 150-mile The Replacements 100 Sunday afternoon from the virtual Atlanta Motor Speedway. Attempting to fill the void of motorsports entertainment, Williams was joined by a number of NASCAR regulars, including the runner-up, William Byron. Other notable members of NASCAR include TJ Majors, Parker Kligerman, Garrett Smithley, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Bubba Wallace, Chase Briscoe, Justin Haley, Harrison Burton, Chad Knauss, and Justin Allgaier. GMS Racing's Brent Moffitt was injured on Saturday as a result of a motocross accident. Per the team statement, Moffitt, uh, Moffitt rather, suffered a fracture in both of his legs. He is expected to need six to eight weeks of rehabilitation. However, due to the epidemic, Moffitt may not miss any races. Let's uh, welcome you in. I'm Zach Heiser. Rich France is finally back from Florida. Rich, you're you're back home just in time to not be able to do anything. <laughs> yeah, what else, you know, that was kind of fun. Uh, well, a lot happened in the 12 days I was gone, Zach. Um, you know, really, uh, it's concerning. It sure is. But uh, I had a nice time down there before everything started to close. And, did you uh, uh, did you learn I, did you learn anything at your announcers convention? I learned quite a bit, and we'll just keep that to myself. How's that? <laughs> well, it's it's important for us to note. I will say that uh, you know the horsepower happenings team, uh, we are abiding by some precautions with the social distancing that's being suggested. Uh, doing it the old-fashioned way tonight, just using the phones. Um, no one really knows the answers to what's going on, so uh, I think right now it's just a little bit better to be safe rather than sorry. Yeah, exactly, Zach. And, and really, we don't know where this is going to end or or begin our race season, but uh, we don't want a racetrack that isn't going to have a season. Montana Raceway Park in Kalispell, Montana, has canceled their entire 2020 racing season amid the coronavirus pandemic. The track, best known as the home of the Montana 200, a major super late model event for competitors in the Northwest, 
the track statement read in part, this was not an easy decision to make. However, the health and well-being of our supporters is our first priority, along with the never-ending concern that the racing community is disappearing at an alarming and scary rate across North America. Well, and then this one, after a delay of three months from rain on its original December date, with the cloud of the uncertainty hanging over the world, the World Championships at Cochrane Motor Speedway in Georgia went ahead Saturday night with a 75-lap Dirt Pro Late Model feature. Kyle Bronson staged a charge to the front after starting in the rear of the 24-car field and transferred from the B-Main to collect the $10,000 payday. He says, quote, my car was really good coming up through the field. By the time I got to third, it really latched down around the top. Bronson said in victory lane, quote, but we had a good car the way the racetrack was. I'm glad it played out the way it did, end quote. Mark Whitener and Corey Dunn would complete the podium. Rich, uh, not only race results going on, but uh, there's still some awards that can be handed out uh, amid everything that's going on. Yeah, two little 500 car owners and a mechanic are slated for induction into the little 500 Hall of Fame on May 23rd as part of the week's festivities leading up to the 72nd annual little 500. The class of 2020 will be formally inducted at a luncheon at Anderson Speedway. The Hall, the Hall of Fame class includes Dick Fuller, uh, Jason Gocher, and Mark McKeague. Fuller fielded 11 entries as a car owner from 1994 to 2001, winning the race in 1999, and scoring four top five finishes as well as leading, as leading 255 laps. Gocher has fielded 13 entries since 1990 for drivers including Kevin Thomas Jr. Finally. Battle Creek native McKeague assisted 1980, in 1982 and 83 race winner Marv Carmen and his and turned his wrenches on little 500 cars since 1980. Tickets to the Hall of Fame induction are available at the Anderson Speedway box office. Well, Rich, uh, a jam-packed show tonight coming up. We uh, will pull John Nida out of the cobwebs and talk to him, see how things are going for him since uh, he gave up, or not really gave up, but sold Sprints on Dirt. We'll also talk with Tony Izzo about the Mars series and the Thal Brawl coming ahead. But uh, I think it's almost impossible tonight to not talk about what's going on across the country and how this new virus, uh, coronavirus, uh, labeled the new part as COVID-19, is affecting not only the world, but specifically uh, our industry here, Rich, with motorsports. Yeah, it sure is. You know, Zach, uh, we had this on here at the deal just because it's it's concerning to me. Uh, We haven't gotten quite to the point yet here up in Michigan where, uh, I mean, it's definitely at risk, to be honest with you. Talking about the uh, race season, of course. The race season, of course, right. We're, we're, this is a little early for us, but uh, we're not too far away. Six weeks away from, uh, you know, our scheduled start at the Motor City 200 at Flat Rock Speedway. Uh, that's going to be a very interesting date. But just today, uh, which makes me really nervous, CRA announced the Fever event scheduled for April 4th and 5th uh, at Lucas Oil Raceway has been canceled. And in addition, Lucas Oil Raceway has suspended activities or 30 days as well. So uh, that's getting a little bit closer to home for my comfort level. Yeah, and, you know, there there are some 
things that could potentially be done, uh, you know, to, to kind of curve the cancellation of races, potentially uh, pay-per-view segments or uh, some sort of live viewership. But, of course, uh, it takes many people. Uh, it takes many people to put on a show from the race car drivers to the pit crews to the officiating crew. And uh, that's a lot of people. And I think right now there's a lot of unanswered questions uh, about this COVID-19 to where, uh, you know, it's kind of at a user's discretion right now as to what you do. So the the thing that I would suggest uh, to our listeners is to, uh, you know, obviously you can hold your own opinion. But uh, for me, my suggestion would be to, uh, you know, listen to your healthcare providers, uh, listen to the professionals and uh, whatever sort of recommendations they are making. It would be my suggestion uh, to adhere to that. However, uh, you are given the, the, the freedom to, uh, to do with what you would like. And uh, again, we, we understand that there is one major event that while there's concern, Rich, uh, the Thal Brawl is going to take uh, necessary precautions and we understand is still going to go as scheduled, which is why we have Tony Izzo lined up for, uh, uh, we're going to call him up in just a little bit. Yeah, exactly. But, the, you know, the way everything's been going lately, Zach, I mean, everything is changing, not just by the day, by the hour now. Exactly. So, you know, at the time of this recording, if- right, at the time of this recording, what we're saying uh, could could be completely different. Exactly. And and we're only going with the latest information that we have. But, uh, you know, if, if we're going to do things right, I have to tell people, let's do it right now and try to save as much as our season, season as we can. Um, now's the time to, to do the right thing. Uh, make sure that uh, we're not around people we don't need to be around and um, just be smart it really is common sense Zach. that's what it comes down to well we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to call up john nida who uh, was the former owner and promoter of the sprints on dirt series we'll chat with him for a little bit and then uh, don't uh, don't change anything don't uh, click off of the podcast because tony is with the uh, thaw brawl and with the mars racing series uh he'll be on a little bit later on to talk Fall Brawl and Mars Racing Series. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Horsepower Happenings. The Motor City 200 is coming back for a third try on Saturday, April 25th from Flat Rock Speedway. The first can't-miss event of the year features a season-opening 100 laps for Champion Racing Association's JEGS and CRA All-Stars Tour. Also on the card for the first time since 2007, Modifieds will battle wheel-to-wheel with 75 laps at the historic speedway. The Victory Custom Trailers CRA Junior Late Model Series opens their sophomore season with 25 laps around the Metro Detroit Bowl Ring. The Motor City 200, Saturday, April 25th, from Flat Rock Speedway, a Motor City Racing Promotions event. For more information, log on to MotorCity200.com. Looking to solve a suspension issue on your current vehicle? Suspension Max is a service and solution-based manufacturer of automotive suspension and specialty parts. Based out of Bay City, Michigan, Suspension Max has been serving the automotive aftermarket as well as engineers since 2002 and produces specialty suspension components for original equipment manufacturers and government contracts. To learn more about what they can do for you, give them a call at 1-888-629-9226 or go to suspensionmax.com. Suspension Max, the leveling kit experts. When the call sounds from race control. Hello, yellow, yellow, bottom of one. Yellow, 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 bottom of one. Top motorsport sanctions rely on the elite team of industry professionals for Motor City Racing Promotions to respond. Highly trained men and women in uniform systematically arrive on scene with their advanced fleet of safety vehicles equipped for the toughest jobs. Hours of annual training and practice are executed with precision as the task is rapidly performed in unison. Each official on the MCRP safety team is SFI certified in short track incident response and demonstrates a comprehensive background in motorsports, firefighting, and emergency medical services. 
It is their own appreciation of this sport and its growing need for professional motorsports rescue that has been the catalyst behind MCRP Safety Team's impeccable portfolio. For more information on Motor City Racing Promotion Safety Team, log on to MotorCityRacing.co and look for the MCRP badge at a track near you. This is Stephen Hilliker, Michigan Motorsports Hall of Famer, and you're listening to Horsepower Happening. Welcome back to Horsepower Happening. Zach Heiser, Rich France, as you know, on the phone line. And our first interview of the night, uh, we call up somebody who has been, I don't want to say idly standing by on the sidelines, but he definitely has removed himself from the sport in a much bigger way than what he used to be. Uh, Rich France, let us know who we're talking to tonight. Yeah, well, we have uh, on the phone uh, this week, we have John Nida. He was the former owner of Sprints on Dirt. John, welcome to Horsepower Happenings. Thank you. Glad to be on. Let's uh, let's go back to late last year and and your decision uh, to sell Sprints on Dirt. Uh, what I guess it was really a surprise to everybody. What what initially led to that decision? Well, actually, when I started uh, the uh, uh, Beyond Limits format, uh, Zach, uh, I uh, had uh, you know set that up to start in 2016. And my intention, uh, I had a business plan set up, and my intention was to uh, operate uh, the group for three years, uh, get the uh, format firmly entrenched, and then to uh, sell the series and, and step away from it myself. So even though it did surprise a lot of people when I put it up for sale, uh, that was the plan all along. Uh, so. Uh, you know, that's where that came from. Now, the short history of Sprints on Dirt, uh, it was known for a very long time as a successful uh, 360 winged sprint car series. Go back to 2016. You decide about this um, Beyond Limits format, which essentially is no cubic inch restrictions, no weight restrictions. Really, the only restrictions are what that Hoosier tire is going to look like on the rear of the car. Correct. Yes, that's true. And what we did, uh, well, there's a lot of talk right now about sprints on dirt, Zach. You know, people uh, have their opinions, uh, have their questions, uh, have their misconceptions. But uh, nevertheless, uh, you know, we uh, we had made our decision and we were going to move forward. And uh, Hoosier uh, Tire was behind us and they had invested money in the, coming up with our tires. Uh, so... Uh, we, uh, you know, we stayed a steady path. We stayed uh, true to our uh, uh, marketing sponsors. We had 31 very, very good marketing sponsors. Uh, and, uh, you know, in 2017, uh, we ended up paying over 70000 In 2018, we paid over 90000 So that brought us up to the point, uh, and I'll stop right there and see if you'd like to, you know, say anything uh, that brings us up to the point of uh, selling side now john you put your really you did put your heart and soul in for the three years that you had it um is it is it kind of painful to state the sprints under it is right now um yes uh but qualifying that statement uh, there are people that say, well, sod is finished, sod is done, uh, you know, sod, you know, is, you know, completely off the map now. Um, actually, in my opinion, uh, if, 
the right person handles things right. Um, my opinion, Zach, is that uh, Saad can come back stronger than ever. Uh, I mean, some of our marketing partners uh, have pledged to come back if and when it's uh, appropriate. And uh, so, uh, yes, I'm disappointed, Zach, from the standpoint of, you know, we have taken a step backwards at this time. Uh, not not knowing that this would be the outcome. So, yes, I am disappointed. Yeah, and so let's go back to the selling, right? Uh, you, you you look at your opportunities here. You put it up for sale. Um, really, you, you sold it to... Um you sold it to Dave Mazzillo, who had some some reputable things going on within motorsports at the time, and uh, you know, really, he he was doing okay with what he had going on. So, uh, of course, the sale went through. Yes, that that's that's true, Zach, and that's why uh, I decided, uh, you know, I would uh, you know sell it to him. Uh, we had talked about it a year earlier, so it wasn't a you know a spur of the moment decision on my part. And uh, I felt that he could take Saad to bigger and better things. We know, like you said, uh, he had some successful ventures. And, uh, you know, that's what we were looking for. Uh, we all know that, you know, it didn't happen that way. Uh, now let's look at the, the history of Saad because uh, those who've been around the sport for a long time know that Saad has gone through its struggles over the years and has bounced back. Um, thankfully, Sprints on Dirt has a solid name behind it, and uh, I believe that it, it can bounce back if, if uh, cared for properly. Yes, I agree with you, Zach, and uh, uh, some people may be surprised to hear me say this, um, I don't see this as the biggest threat ever to the longevity of Saad. Um, but a lot of people have not been around for these, uh, you know, 40 years I have. So uh, a lot of them weren't even born when we went <laughs> through some of the other battles. Yes. Uh, so, but the thing is, you know, Zach, Saad has stood pretty tall. I mean, you know, we were, you know, we were the most uh, uh, recognized regional sprint car group in the country. So I have, I have, you know, confidence the name is solid. There's no doubt about it. And like I said, there have been other ups and downs. You, know, you make your adjustments and you go forward, you do what you can. Um, I'm just hoping, uh, you know, that, I mean, it's not going to be under my leadership anymore. But uh, I think Ed can make it work. Uh, so far, I, I, I think Ed is an honest businessman. And... Uh, I think he can get it back on its feet, uh, especially uh, in the light of the current climate of sprint car racing in Michigan. Well, uh, John, it definitely has been an interesting ride for Sprints on Dirt, and you kind of touched on it already. Um, do you have any plans of coming back into the organization to try and get it back up on its feet? No, uh, but what I would do, um, I would offer my help to uh, anyone that wanted to make the effort if I felt uh, uh, that they uh, were capable of doing the job. Uh, I offered that to Dave Mazzillo time and time again. I told him that I would uh, you know, uh, do everything I could to make him successful, and uh, I would do that for uh, anyone else if I felt that uh, they you know, could make a go of it, yeah. Well, and John... Go ahead, John. Uh, I got I to ask you this question. Um, you know, being a promoter these days is pretty tough, especially, um, 
you know, with with the elephant in the room now, the the coronavirus that that everybody seems to be battling, and and everything's just shutting down for the most part. Uh, how hard would that be to be in racing now, uh, having to deal with this? Well, I'll tell you, I've, I've had a close relationship with our promoters. Uh, you know, I mean, it is a business relationship, but uh, you know, I, I, I consider them friends. And I mean, I, I can't think of anybody I feel more sorry for. I mean, you know, the, the amount of work these people put into their facilities. And now, I mean, I, I don't know where we're going with the coronavirus. Uh, life isn't easy for uh, race track promoters in Michigan anyway. Uh, and I mean, you just throw this at them. Uh, Boy, talk about gluttons for punishment. I, I really, I, you know, I feel sorry for them. Well, John, we appreciate getting your thoughts tonight on uh, what's going on within the industry and, of course, what's going on right now in uh, in the world news. Um, nice to hear from you, John, uh, with, uh, you know, you stepping back a little bit. And uh, um, I'm sure, of course, that we'll get to see you at a couple of racetracks throughout the summer. I'm sure I'm going to be... Uh you probably see me more at micro sprint races following my grandson, Darren Nida. All right. Well, very good, John. Thanks so much for stopping in or, or allowing us to call in. We have to take a break. When we come back, we'll call up a current promoter who is dealing with the effects of COVID-19 or the coronavirus, if you will. Uh, Tony Izzo with the Mars series is on the other side. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Horsepower Happenings. The call sounds from race control. Hello, yellow, yellow, bottom of one. Yellow, 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 bottom of one. Top motorsport sanctions rely on the elite team of industry professionals for Motor City Racing Promotions to respond. Highly trained men and women in uniform systematically arrive on scene with their advanced fleet of safety vehicles equipped for the toughest jobs. Hours of annual training and practice are executed with precision as the task is rapidly performed in unison. Each official on the MCRP safety team is SFI certified in short track incident response and demonstrates a comprehensive background in motorsports, firefighting, and emergency medical services. It is their own appreciation of this sport and its growing need for professional motorsports rescue that has been the catalyst behind MCRP safety team's impeccable portfolio. For more information on Motor City Racing Promotion Safety Team, log on to MotorCityRacing.co and look for the MCRP badge at a track near you. Suspension Max is a service and solution-based manufacturer of automotive suspension and specialty parts. Based out of Bay City, Michigan, the local company began servicing clients in 2002. Suspension Max serves the automotive aftermarket as well as engineers and produces specialty suspension components for original equipment manufacturers and government contracts. Learn more about what they can do for you at SuspensionMax.com or call 1-88-629-9226. Suspension Max, the leveling kit experts. The Motor City 200 is coming back for a third try on Saturday, April 25th from Flat Rock Speedway. The first Can't Miss event of the year features a season-opening 100 laps for Champion Racing Association's JEGS CRA All-Stars Tour. Also on the card for the first time since 2007, Modifies will battle wheel-to-wheel with 75 laps at the historic Speedway. The Victory Custom Trailers CRA Junior Late Model Series opens their sophomore season with 25 laps around the Metro Detroit Bowl Ring. The Motor City 200, Saturday, April 25th, from Flat Rock Speedway, a Motor City Racing Promotions event. For more information, log on to MotorCity200.com. This is Tyler Roark, three-time Kalamazoo Class Champion, and you're listening to Horsepower Happening.
Tony Izzo Jones joins us, and uh, this time around, you got a little bit of a, a new label on you. You're the uh, what, what do we call you now with Mars? What's your title? Yeah, the big called, cheese? I'll probably be called a lot of things this summer, to be honest with you. So, any word in the dictionary will probably fit. But no, um, sure, big cheese. Uh, dedicated worker is there what I go. call myself. You know, I'm again, I'm not trying to praise myself or pat myself on the back, but we've been. You guys have been hard at work, and and, and, and again, hard work is what makes it succeed. And especially this time of the year to yeah, go absolutely. put your race car together. But it allows me to go and do things like this now. Um, we were just joking back there that. You look out the window and it's sunny and it's mid-March, knowing that the thaw brawl's right around the corner, I'd be itching to get on the racetrack yeah. if we were still at LaSalle and miss that it's not going to be at LaSalle and that's the thaw brawl we're talking about. And it, you know, it's it's kind of one of those, it's depressing in the sense that that's where it originated at and it's something that is very, very dear to me is the thaw brawl and to the fans of that area. But you know, with the closing of the racetrack last year with my mom's health and some other issues and she's still struggling with some back issues and things and it's always been family first with us, you know, and it, unfortunately, we've had to take the thaw bra somewhere else and where I'm going with that is it's, I don't have to worry about so much at the racetrack anymore where I can worry about the other ends of things like, like coming to these seminars, meeting with my racers, meeting with fans and making sure that the races are going to be the uh, best they can be. It's allowed me a whole nother angle in the sport. Now, we got two things to talk about today, uh, and, and I want to talk about one that's going to lead into the other, Mars. Uh, let's talk about that as you become kind of the new guy behind that. Take me through how that happened where, uh, you know, you go from, obviously, we know the story about uh, the racetrack promotion side of things coming to an end, but talk to us about getting into the racing series side with Mars. How did that come around? I don't know. It just, uh, you yeah. know, it popped up on Facebook one day that it was available uh, for sale. Um, I know Chris Tilly a little bit, the fellow I bought it from. And knowing a lot of the history of the Mars, I was interested in buying it um, a few years back when there was some talk that it was going to be sold. Um, when um, Mooney Starr, who started it 20 years ago down in West Plains, Missouri area, uh, Batesville, Arkansas area, sold it to... Um, a group of fellas there and then it, it, this is probably the fourth or fifth hands on it but two or three hand changes ago i was looking into it and uh just didn't pursue it enough it kind of felt like maybe i should have pursued it more or whatever and just let it go but then when this opportunity came up i didn't want to let it go this time because i just felt this was something i wanted to always look into to see what i could bring with the knowledge that i have of all the years of being on both sides of all four corners sure. right? on both sides of all four corners doesn't really yeah. make sense but i tell everybody i've been looking through a chain link fence at brown round dirt for 49 years <laughs> and i don't mean i got all the answers i you know we used to my dad has a famous line we don't know what to do but we surely know what not to do yeah hey, exactly you know, and that's kind of the one thing that we push and the biggest thing is is i was just telling the folks here the great folks at lane automotive as why i chose to do this and it's i feel weekly racing for late models obviously is no brainer to the world that out there can see that it's just windling especially in our area the upper echelon the lucas series world of outlaw series is becoming so prestigious so money oriented money driven um that there's a class of talent and racers who really have nowhere to go now 
they can't really go race for a thousand dollars weekly because it's just ludicrous they have that much money in your race program and then try and race for a thousand dollars sure and it's not really fair to the locals for these guys to come in and you know race against guys who don't have a lot of money but yet this group of people and racers i'm talking about surely don't have the money to go race the world of outlaw or lucas so i thought this was a perfect time at the end of the day i don't want racing to go away right right so i just felt like if i got involved in this had the opportunity to do this i could save the careers or the time of certain drivers i mean me and jason fager had a lot of talks this winter he's in the gym every day this year since the schedule come out because he feels rejuvenated that he can go out and make some money with the schedule that we put out yeah. and be competitive and not have to figure out where he's going to go race to keep his race. He feels like I've added easily a couple of years to his career. And yeah. I, I mean, he's at the end of the day, I did it so we didn't lose racers such as Jason Fagers and Shannon Babs. And I could go on and on with names. So that's what it's all about is putting together a series that, keeps the racers interested and the fans interested and i believe we've done that with the response that i've gotten from the fans and the racers so i'm really excited and i didn't mean to get yeah. long-winded no, that's there, all right. but it's i got you fired up a little bit yeah it's you know it's not a simple answer like oh i did it because uh, I, I need to make money and this right. thing makes money and i no. you know it's a it's a real big process and it's been uh it's been fun. It's Talk about your schedule. Uh, it's not the biggest schedule in the world, but uh, it's a solid schedule nonetheless. And again, you, right, you're wanting to save money, so we don't need a whole lot of races. We just need some really good ones. Absolutely. And I, I feel like, you know, obviously everybody knows Fairbury's at the top of the food chain or however you want to call it sure. right now. When you talk about dirt racetracks, yeah, it's Eldora Speedway and a few others, and Fairbury's mentioned right in there with yes. them. And to have them on my schedule twice... Um, not to single out any other ones, but... Well, and you're going to some really great facilities. You mentioned Fairbury. Brownstown, great place yep. to go watch a the race. The history of Brownstown, you know, I mean, the the people that maybe are just getting in our sport in the last couple of years really don't know the history of that place. But um, myself as a racer, when I went down there and had some success and won, it was like you went to the Daytona and won because yeah. that was where everybody went to... That was where the group of the best racer collaborated on a Saturday, and if you went down there and were competitive, so the history there makes great. And uh, there's so many, you know, Peoria with history. There's there's so many racetracks that are involved in our thing that have such a longevity and history. And at one time, were all the foundations of late model racing in the Central Illinois, Central Midwest, and it it's why I'm working close with them, and they're wanting to be on board and. I, I can't thank each and every one of them enough for the support. We have a 15-race schedule. Like I say, a couple of them at uh, repeat places, but um, really everything within a uh, couple hundred miles of home for a lot of these guys, and I think that's going to be the biggest thing. Um, you know, moving out to Lee County, Iowa, for Donaldson, Iowa, with the uh, Thaw Brawls, a little bit of a change of atmosphere for a lot of people well, but, i was gonna bring that up too right so you get to you get to still kick the mars season off with the uh, the big one the thaw brawl and uh, yeah that's what i was gonna say it's leaving illinois which is kind of a bittersweet thing the idea that uh, the sweet part about it is you still get to have the race well absolutely um and it, it's funny how that kind of came about and you know people are like how how did you end up at lee county mm. well going back to the fairberry thing i guess one of the things is it's black dirt uh, there's a couple really great black dirt racetracks, Fairbury and Knoxville. So yep. it being black dirt was one of the things that attracted me because they promote good racing. Um, I've seen some videos of races there, and 
we uh i reached out to brian gaylord and his family there a year ago and was interested in trying to bring a summer national race there a ump health tour race and uh we were really close and at the end of the day the scheduling with ump and the rain outs and different things didn't allow us to uh go there and i just felt like i owed him a race and he was really excited to work with me so that's how we ended up out there was that when it come down to it uh we chose to uh put a partnership together on the thaw brawl this year and it's working out great i mean they are super super stoked about it that area is super stoked about it because this is big news you know it's a big right. it's a big deal to come there with a uh an event like this talk about the event um wh- when is it going to be and uh, this event is historically a very rich one what are we what are we racing for um we're racing for twelve thousand to win on saturday night uh pair of 2500s on friday night it's our ninth annual we're gonna you know we're gonna do some things different uh, we'll do the 2500s on friday we'll we'll stop halfway through the 25 50 lapper basically it's 25 laps will run the lap cars that are the lead lap cars will be inverted for the second 25 and the guy who gains the most points between both those races the top six guys will be guaranteed on a, a spot on saturday night so uh we're gonna we're gonna release all that information because it sounds like a lot of yeah a lot to take in at one time but it's it's going to be super cool because what it's going to make everybody do is going to make everybody race every lap right it's not going to be well i'm in a transfer spot we'll just ride around and then tomorrow we'll qualify the fan pays good hard-earned money and uh when i'm not putting on races i'm a fan and i sit up in the grandstands and i look and i think what, what would entertain me right now be pretty sure. cool to go and do this or that so we're going to do some of those things um we're gonna do some different things with double file restarts okay um we will be double file all the way up to the five laps to go where they normally go single file at 10 to go we can go we're gonna go double file all the way up to five and at five if the guy on the inside decides he doesn't want to go to the outside anybody from second on back can come all the way up to the front row or the second row outside and start there you know let's say the racetrack's one laned up and somebody wants to take a challenge or something and move out there so we're going to do um my restarts are going to be in the middle of the back straight away which is different from everything that is else different. at green cone so the yeah. fan can watch the restart it's directly straight across so we're doing something. that's like old sprint car style well it, it, again it goes back to sitting in the grand's hands or watching it on tv we're going to roll off a turn two with the lights out and when they hit the green cones we're going to be going green so Half the field's going to be straight going into three, and we're going to be racing. And I'm just trying to do and bring things again to keep the interest of the fan, right. bring the fan back. Um, it, you know, it's a task. The true money, the true support comes from the people that are sitting in the grandstands, and we need to be entertaining them. It's going to be an exciting thing to watch. Uh, you know, the, the, the question was, what is going to happen with Tony Izzo? And I think you found a, a spot that's really going to be fun for you to be able to work with Mars, to be able to still get to do your Thaw Brawl, because now, don't remember, or don't forget, I should say, Thaw Brawl is just the beginning. you you gotta, you got to bring this same enthusiasm to the rest of your races throughout the summer. Yeah, absolutely. And again, you're, you're, you're right, and that's I mean, the one thing that's super cool about what I'm doing now is for the first time ever, I, you know, I, I'm not really, I'm, I'm, all the pressure's not on me to make sure that the show goes off perfect and that the amount of people are there. We're working together with groups of people, we're working together with the tracks, getting them the best dates, working together with the track, explaining to them, here's the marketing that I think you need to do that was successful for Tony Izzo at so-and-so A, B, and C. So, right. you know, so many promoters have jumped on board with me and said, 
well, if you think it needs to be done that way, you've done this way more than I have, so let's do it that way. So that part of it has really driven me too, and uh, my racers and all that, and they know I'm going to go out and do the best I can for them. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch this unfold again. Uh, the Thal Brawl coming up at the end of this month. It's uh, March 27th, right? I believe is yeah, the first. Yeah, you told me to mention the dates, and I never yeah, did. Never I left did. that up to yeah. you. So uh, uh, the 27th, I 27th believe. 27th and 28th, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So uh, Looked and at it, my better half here, Marsha, yeah, who's here supporting us to get to my uh, running Rolodex or whatever <laughs> you call it. My, yeah, absolutely. My laptop. Uh, March 27th and 28th is going to be uh, really cool to see this get kicked off in Iowa. Yeah. Uh, Donaldson, the- Iowa, just over the border, just over the river there in uh, Donaldson, Iowa, uh, just over the border, Illinois, Iowa there. And uh, tickets are now on sale at our website. There's some skyboxes left. Which is? Your website is? Mars series, Mars Racing Series dot com. Okay, very good, very good. Or sixteens race promotions dot com to get you there too. And they do have a few sky boxes left and, and motorhome spots. And it's a really neat facility, little small town, but. Um, Burlington, Iowa, and Fort Madison, Iowa, are right there with some casinos and restaurants and stuff like that. So uh, make a weekend out of it, and uh, if the forecast stays nice like this, I mean it, it could really be a blessing for us. Absolutely, Thal Brawl coming up. Uh, Tony Izzo, new uh, owner promoter, Big Cheese, as we kind of said at the top of uh, of Mars Racing Series. Thanks for joining us, and uh, thanks for being at the Safety Summit today. Well, thanks for having me, and again, thanks for taking the time to uh, recognize what I'm trying to do here and help with this move this year and still looking forward to doing what I can with you guys and uh, matter of fact we're as you know and, and we're gonna you know a lot of you guys are gonna come over and help us with the Thaw Brawl and that being the M- MCRP guys yep. that Scott Medlin puts together Medlin puts together with his old safety group and stuff so it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a fun start here and it's uh it's only a couple weekends away. It's only away. a couple weekends away, and once again, I didn't mean to get long-winded there, but I thank all the race fans and you and everybody else who supports what I've been doing for 40-plus years, so I can't appreciate enough. Well, as we uh, you know, said in that last interview, lots of things happening with the Mars Series, and again, appreciate Tony taking the time back at the Lane Automotive uh, Safety Summit to sit down, but Rich Rance, it's our honor to uh, get a chance to uh, bring him back onto the program as we get closer to that event, Rich, to kind of follow up on some things and uh, talk about some new exciting stuff as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the promoter of the Mars Racing Series, Tony Izzo. Welcome back to Horsepower Happenings. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me, um, especially with the craziest things are out there right now. Any any kind of uh, interviews you can do to reassure people of the status of our series and, and what we're doing is uh, always nice to have a uh, an avenue with you guys. Well, let's... Now, Oh, go ahead, Zach. Well, I was going to say, let's let's dive into the situation that is the big elephant in the room, and that is um, what's going on with uh, the COVID nineteen or the coronavirus. Um, you know, it's no it's no uh, it's no hidden secret to anybody that this has affected a lot of uh, a lot of sporting events that are being held around the nation and uh, you know from nascar to the major league baseball scene um and and tony it's interesting we get a chance to talk to you tonight how is this virus going to affect the thaw brawl coming up in uh, just over a week well i keep i keep telling everybody it's really you're not going to unless you know i have every intention of doing all i can to have the race, like I do every year for the Thaw Brawl. Yes, this is an added element, a big element that, you know, um, is, is kind of scare, scary, scare some or whatever in our country right now and everything, but um, my answer to everybody is it's, it's full bore ahead, wide open, 
until I'm told differently. And most people know, even after I've been told I can't do something, I still always try and find a way to do it. So um, I don't see any reason until we're told no that we won't just keep uh, going forward. But it, it, how it affects it is obviously, like you say, you turn on the news and see everything else is being shut down and closed down and, and you know everybody's thinking that that's the direction we're going to have to go and um i've been in contact with everybody that i need to be in contact with and the good news is is iowa has zero cases of it as we speak um and they have no plans of putting any restrictions on until uh until they're told also too so um it's it's full go ahead for us now, Tony, just a little bit ago, Governor Reynolds' news conference in Iowa, and, and, and she's now closing schools. Do you think that's going to lead to something else uh, in the next several days? You know, that's good news to hear. I mean, I just hope they realize that I don't think it would spread at a sporting event such as ours in the sense in which they believe they are or could at, like, these major events of 30,000 people. And I understand it just takes one person touching another person or touching the germs that that person had, but I'm not sure too many people that I've ever seen at the Thaw Broad don't have gloves and hats and coats on, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I just don't, like I said, that's why even if I am told I can't, first thing I'll do is fight for why we, why we should be able to. Now, to a certain extent of being smart, I mean, I'm not going to... If they say, hey, it's an area and it's this and there's a good chance, obviously I'm not going to fight for that for that reason. But I just don't feel with what we're doing, it's on us to decide or the governor to decide. It's the people that are coming there that just need to be safe that are coming there. Make sure you don't come if you're sick. Clean up yourself before you come. Clean up while you're there. You know, they're not the cleanest atmospheres to begin with. So um, I, I just, I think we're... All, you know, I just ask that everybody put it on themselves to make sure you don't shake the hand of another. And the fans have to understand that if the racer chooses to not sign an autograph or shake a hand or take a picture, please don't take any offense to that right now. That that's just what everybody um, needs to do to. Um, but I, I, I just hate to see the government or the governor or anything choose. You know, choose for us to decide what we can go do in a healthy manner. Uh, you you work closely with your race car drivers that support your events. Um, what what has their feedback been about this? Um, are are they on the same page as you are? They would like to get out and get to the races and and uh, go have this deal. Well, yeah, you hit it right on the head. I mean, I, I was going to go right into that before I turned it back over to you there, but. Um, been on the phone with a few of them already just this morning that um you know that follow it closely too and say you know there's no restrictions on you yet and everything else you're still planning on being 100 percent go right we're ready to go and we're going to support it and um so yeah they're they're in the same boat with us i mean ultimately i think the whole country's in the same boat is we're going to do whatever we can to be safe but we have to live our lives and i mean this is, like I said, when I say this is a different element to it, every time this year, I have so many elements that I deal with weather-wise and different things-wise where I'm always blocking out so much other stuff 
and full go until either the weather tells me I can't or until somebody else tells me I can't. So people need to just know that we're, you know, I think we're going to, you know, I think the else are all on the same page as far as pushing forward um, in a smart, again, in a smart way. But, yes, racers that I've talked to, you know, several of the guys who think that the Lucas Oil races are going to be postponed maybe over the next month or so that are looking for places to go are reaching out to want to know what our plans are over the next um, week or two. So um, it, it's something that's crazy that we have to deal with. But uh, like I say, I, I blocked out a lot of it. I mean, I didn't even know that, like you said, that they put a restriction on there. I just found out here that the restaurants around here and Illinois are all closing down and stuff, and that's just because I kind of just, I put myself in that, I call it fall bra mode, <laughs> where I'm just dead focused on doing all the things that need to be done to put on an event like this. Now, Tony, you, uh, we, shortly before uh, we got you on the phone, uh, you got some big news uh, to help you out with the fall bra, we understand. Oh, yeah, and it's not just the fall bra, it's going to help the Mars series tremendously. I was... Uh, our interview, which you, you weren't able to make it, you were working on your can there in Florida, I believe. <laughs> where you were at. <laughs> uh, but uh, we uh, we had hinted on it a little bit and was hoping that I was going to be able to release some information about the title sponsor for the Mars Series back with Zach a week or so ago. But um, I, I just hung up the phone with them to answer your phone, and I can confirm that we've uh, been able to land a title sponsor, uh, energy uh, fuel sponsor, and so it'll be the Ripid Energy Fuel um, Mars Dirt Car Series, so um, we were able to get confirmation just now, like I said, a couple seconds before I hung up the phone with them to call you, and um, so once again, it's going to be the Ripid Energy Fuel Mars Dirt Car Series, and I'm so thankful for them to come on board. It's going to allow us to do things that... Uh, I wasn't going to be able to do, you know, it just, it's going to give us a flexibility with, um, things for the drivers, things for the fans. Cause at the end of the day, the thing that sold the sponsorship and sold them on being a part of it is when they asked the numbers, they asked how many races you got, how many fans you got, how many racetracks do you go to? Well, that's what I'm securing the sponsor on and using those people's name and their performance and their hard work. They should be giving back some of it. So um, we're, we're super excited again to form a partnership with Ripper Energy Fuel and National Beverage Company. So it's going to be exciting. Now talk about some of the things that this is going to be able to help you do. Obviously, um, money's a big part of this sport. Being able to have a title sponsor, that helps you be able to ensure even more great events. Not saying you're going to add anything to the schedule, but saying that you're going to be able to ensure that you're going to be able to hold great events with the Mars series. Well, absolutely. And it, what it's going to do is it's going to allow me to reward the people who support the series. Um, in the sense that I, I still ain't 100% sure if we're going to have a season ending um, point fund, championship point fund. We will have a series champion and we will keep points all along. I know that so far. But um, at the end of the day, I, I want to get through the thaw brawl, the first couple races, and see where we're at with everything, and then decide financially if it's a better fit to pay the guys at the end of the year or 
throughout the year. I've always been stating that I want to give the guys in the top five, top ten money for each race instead of waiting till January or February at the banquet, which doesn't really do much for them. If I can, if I can give them, let's say I give five hundred dollars or six hundred dollars or whatever the number is once we do the math to the guy with the most points after the first two races and uh, the point leader and anybody that follows the whole tour is going to get show up money i and i don't care if you're 10 plates and points but you ran all my races i'm going to help you with uh saving you money and getting you to the racetrack and even if it's as simple as waiving their um, entry fee and, and possibly their pit passes or paying the promoter for their pit passes um, but now that we've like I said it's just been a matter of five minutes since I secured this deal and uh, once we get all that down on paper and we get through this stall brawl we'll make a big announcement as far as uh, how the pay based off of that sponsorship will be structured towards the racers and the race fans well, Tony, I appreciate you taking time to uh, give us an update on everything. If anything changes or if people just need some information on the event, uh, where can people go to keep up with what's going on with the Ripid Energy Fuel Mars Dirt Car Series? Yeah, I like the way you got that in there. Sounds pretty cool, doesn't it? <laughs> it's pretty nice. Uh, one other thing that I'd like to touch base on that I've been in getting part, but we will have a stream live streaming event of this uh, event. From, you know, the Thaw Brawl at the balance. We've uh, created a partnership with an 85-year-old company started by Chris Kanamaki and at the Speed Sport News. Uh, so there'll be a, uh, as you say it, Rip It Energy Fuel Mars dot com TV station streaming channel that you'll be able to uh, purchase or buy a subscription to to uh, view the Thaw Brawl. And, you know, that's another, that's another avenue for the you know, if, if they limit us to a certain amount of people, whatnot, if we get enough people to purchase it between now and then and um, look for a press release real, real soon on the partnership with, like I say, Mars.com TV and, and Speedsport. But um, all information for all that stuff is going to be available at uh, uh, MarsRaceSeries.com. Well, Tony, again, I appreciate the time. Um, good luck with everything that's going on, and uh, look forward to hopefully getting to a racetrack soon. Yeah, well, you guys are, like you said, I've, uh, I'm looking forward to working with you guys and the MCRP group that's going to come and uh, staff me and service the, the Thaw Brawl. So we'll see you soon unless, like I said, plan on being there unless we're told no. So uh, we're going forward, and I appreciate you guys letting me take a bit of your time here to uh, – let people know where we're at with things well again of course uh, we thank tony for his time tonight and uh, giving us his thoughts and his opinions and rich we go back to what we talked about uh, earlier in the program uh tony he is full steam ahead and he raised some very good points um you know just if you're going to try and do one of these events use some common sense uh you know do that social distancing as much as you can when you go to these events you know don't shake the hands uh you know to be care be conscious of what you're touching uh just like like we said earlier you use some common sense if you're going to try and do one of these events yep and i give a lot of credit to tony you know you could hear how determined he is uh to, to, to you know the promoter that he is wanting to uh keep keep on the racetrack and keep everything going but uh you know, he'll do everything he can for that event and for, for the Mars Series. 
uh, we'll just, he's going to need a little bit of luck, I think. And, uh, you know, the, the, the cases, right, of COVID-19, the numbers seem small, but uh, it's very easily transmitted. So, again, just uh, use that common sense. Listen to the recommendations. Uh, try to follow the guidelines. And, uh, again, you know, we'll, we'll see what becomes of it. Stay, stay closely tuned to your, uh, to your news uh, outlets for racing media. And, uh, again, as far as the Thaw Brawl event goes, be sure to watch the Mars Facebook page. Um, and how exciting, too, Rich. A lot of, lot of things happening within our industry before this kind of COVID case came around. Uh, we didn't even get a chance to talk about the upgrades that are going on at your home track at Flat Rock. Yeah, they're putting a brand new wall and fencing uh, down in, in turns one and two. The weather is the nice weather we've had uh, with with not a lot of snow lately has, has enabled them to get a lot of work done on that. Um, speakers and the PA system they're doing some upgrades too. So uh, let's just hope we can get out there and enjoy the work that you know the kind of the fruits of their labors. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, again, as we heard, uh, the Mars Racing Series with a new title sponsor with the Rip It Energy Fuel. Mars Dirt Car Series. Very cool to see that happen. Very cool to see upgrades happening at Flat Rock Speedway. Um, if, if we can shake the virus, if you will, um, it's going to be a very, again, we got to get it going, but it could be a very good 2020 race season with the updates that are going on and the people that are investing in the sport. Yeah, we, you know, we've talked about it. We're really excited about 2020. Uh, I'm still excited about 2020. Uh, we just got a little hump to get over before we get it rolling, that's all. All right, well, Rich, again, appreciate you making time out of your night to call in. Appreciate Tony and John for their efforts as well. And, uh, you know, Rich, I think that we can uh, say it again and, and say it for everybody. Um, for those listening, just do your due diligence and uh, stay healthy. Everybody be safe, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. We'll talk next week, Monday, right here, same time, same place. Be sure to catch up with us at horsepowerhappenings.com and find and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. For Rich France, I'm Zach Heiser. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll talk next week. You've been listening to Horsepower Happenings on the Motor City Racing Network. Catch up on past episodes by logging on to horsepowerhappenings.com. And be sure to tune in next week to keep up on what's happening.